0: is my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen. And amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 115 and Scripture Discourse number 200. 200. Wow, 200. I've written 200 of these letters. And so for our show, we use the Gospel Evangelist Church Sunday Prayer Letter as our script and outline and once again, I like doing the podcast. I like doing the way I'm doing. Instead of writing everything into the letter, uh, I I write the letter, and the letter goes out in email, and I'm using the letter that's right in front of me on my Sword Searcher software that I write my sermons on, write my letters in, and then I have to my left here, that's the computer sitting in front of me, and off to my left, I have another computer running with the podcasting software running, and it will go up to the podcast server, and you can find our show on just about every uh, favorite or all the favorite podcast apps, and uh, from Amazon Music to, um, <laughs> to uh, iHeartRadio, <laughs> I mean, everything in between, you know, and then right in front of me, I have a camera rolling that's recording what I'm saying here on this podcast, and it will go up tomorrow morning on the YouTube channel. And so, and the letter will go out also tomorrow morning, same time the video goes live at four o'clock Boulder time. So you'll be able to see the letter. Uh, it'll also be on our website this evening. And so you'll be able to hear the letter, read the letter, see the letter, watch the letter. <laughs> I mean, this is the letter that we use to preach all week long, starting from Sunday morning and going until Saturday night. And uh, when I what I like to do on these shows is I like to kind of ad lib or add things to the letter that are not in the letter. Uh, but I use the letter as our kind of an outline or a, uh, a script, uh, for lack of a better word. And uh, that I add things to it as I go along as the Spirit leads and, you know, whatever comes to me. So uh, let me get another. I've got some hot coffee today instead of my tea. Oh, it tastes so good for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, it's only my second cup for the day. I started early this morning. Yesterday, Friday, I was up in Nederland, Colorado, and up in the snow and the cold, and uh, preached a kind of kind of a hard message on the YouTube channel. I mean, I don't know, I haven't checked it out yet. I will later once I put this online. But uh, uh, oftentimes, when I preach a message, it comes out kind of hard, kind of strict, kind of tough. And um, I'm not preaching to you personally. I'm preaching to lots of different people in all walks of life. And uh, that's just, I just do better when, with this crowds or knowing that there's lots of people going to see or hear my message. When I know I'm only going to talk to one person, uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I steamroll them. I, I just have a hard time trying to be, you know, just a easygoing person, I guess. I, I just, I don't know. It's just one of my downfalls, I guess, or weaknesses, whatever, however you want to say it. So, all right, so let's get into our letter now, January 22, Sunday prayer letter. It's called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. That's the theme that we're in. We started, uh, what's it two weeks ago? We started in this theme called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship, those five words. And uh, that's a theme that we're running under by the Holy Ghost. And inside this theme that we're running in is Titles for each of the weeks that we're preaching from. So this title for this week is called Save Yourselves. (laughs) I love that, right? Save Yourselves. And once again, now the way I come out with this letter, uh, Saturday is my Sabbath rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. I started doing this when he asked me to do this five years ago. So every Sabbath, that's a Saturday, uh, the last day of the week. I work six days a week, and then I rest on the seventh day like the Lord did. That's what he directed me to do. It's not by law. It's just by the Holy Spirit prompting me and asking me to do that. So I'm obedient to the Spirit of God, and I said yes. And it's been the greatest decision I've had in such a long, long time. It's been a wonderful knowing that I have this day set aside, dedicated, scheduled in my calendar to only spend it with God. It is just absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I, I'm so sorry for all those who spend no time with God because they're so busy with their life. I could have done this as a trucker, running 80, 90, 100 hours a week. I know I could have done the same thing. It wouldn't have been on every Saturday, but it could have been because uh, we were in the truck yard every Saturday. Every truck was in the yard every Saturday, and then we went out Sunday morning. But every Saturday, we were home. So I could have made this if I knew, but, you know, I was in the camp or as many— believers are there's no special days so since there's no special days they treat every day the same and they just spend the time in the world and they give no time to god isn't that interesting how when god says okay there's no more special days oh good now we don't have to give you any more time right that's what that's what that's really what they're saying by their actions it's kind of like god's when god says okay there's no more tithe law oh good now i don't have to give you 10 percent. i can keep it all for myself (laughs) But uh, anyways, that's just kind of a couple funny things that just keeps popping up in my mind. So uh, getting back to our letter, January 27th, Sunday prayer letter, signs, wonders, miracles, praise, worship, save yourselves. This is produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and to the glory of God the Father, amen and amen. so we have uh, scriptures and locations for the week. I added something new here. I added my locations for so uh, we have part right at the very top of the letter i'm going to say the scriptures right uh, well, let me think for a minute I'm not going to say the scriptures online because I 'm going to read them further down in the letter, but I wanted to make a comment here. I put my calendar here just to let people know that. I run on a dedicated schedule. I have all my locations scheduled for every day of the week. Every week is scheduled. Uh, going back to Dece- December, people on, online can see this. As you can see, I, that's another week, month that was scheduled. And uh, I keep track of all my hours, all the tracks I handed out, how many church cards I handed out, how much I gave to the poor on the street, how many souls went by me that day, and what my donations or people who gave to me were. And I collect donations just about every day uh there's only a few days a week that there isn't a donation uh, one, two, three, four, uh, five, uh five days uh this week has not been a donation, so you know we're in day twenty one right now only five days have not i've not collected a donation uh I don't ask for donations, I just preach the word of God, but according to 1 corinthians nine fourteen uh even though even so hath God ordained that they that preach the gospel should live of the gospel uh and that's Basically, what's happening. So in this first part of the of the letter, you'll see the scriptures for the week and the locations where I'll be at, and that'll be in the email or that'll be on the po- uh, on the uh, uh, website. So uh, anyways, so we'll just scroll on down through the letter here. It says "Blessings. Blessings, my friend, Thank you so very much for being here. I so deeply appreciate all you, <laughs> you and all that you are doing in the kingdom of God. And the beautiful thing about serving God is that he rewards us all, uh, rewards us for all that we do for his kingdom. I realize this sounds a bit odd, but understand that we are created in God's image and likeness and that all that we see around us is for us, not him. I find that an amazing act of love. God's love and all that is around us demonstrates his love. Yes, many of us may not fully understand God's love. However, when we seek the Lord God with all that we are, then the Spirit of God helps us to understand more of who God is. This helps us and gives us confidence in God that what He says is true and faithful. When, uh, When we know with assurance that we are born again, There begins a work inside of us that will never end. The reason is that God loves us and God doesn't change. We can fully lean on and trust in the Lord God with our eternal destiny. Because God has shown himself faithful and loved us even when we were sinners long before we ever came to Christ Jesus, God's only begotten Son. Jesus Christ shed his precious blood. God blood without sin for all mankind. However, to receive this redemption, this forgiveness of sin, we must be born again. To do this, we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. When we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, and he sees that we do truly believe, not just pretending and loving the world, but that we sincerely repent from our sins and from the love of this world. And it's lusts to receive adoption into God's family, God's people. Then God baptizes us into the body of Christ, and we become a saint of God, born from above and filled with God's Holy Spirit. When this happens, this born-again experience, we know that our name will be found written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we will live forever (coughs) and ever with God. Amen. To the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. Wow, it just, uh, you know, I've read this many times, but uh, it just seemed like right now, right there, it just hit me, the reality from my own personal life, that I will live forever with God. That produces, that gives me such a feeling of lightness, a feeling of assurance, a feeling of hopefulness, a feeling that there is a reason why I do what I do. And uh, it just really hit me. I mean, the truth of the matter, because there are so many, 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 many who absolutely unquestionably do not believe any of, the, any of this, any of this. They don't believe God, they don't believe Jesus, they don't believe heaven, they don't believe in Satan, they don't believe in Bibles, they don't they don't believe anything. That's what I saw this morning. And I, I just my heart goes out. I don't know what even what to say to somebody who so ardently denies the Savior. Sort of like my title for Friday. Either it's true or it's not true. But when you find out it is true, it will be too late because you'll find out the moment you die, and you can't come back from your death and repent and do it all over again. However, if you find out that it's not true, it's big deal. It's no big deal. It's so what? You lived a good life because a Christian, the doctrines of a Christian of a Christian are love, joy, and peace, and. Um, Long-suffering and a lot of great attributes to a Christian's life. Um, So the best thing I say to people is, uh, you know, put your prejudice aside. Put your judgments aside. Put your doubts aside. Put your unbelief aside. You don't have to throw it away for right now, but just push it aside for a moment, for a while in your life. And with your heart, ask Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, to marry you. Will you marry me, Jesus? Will you be my Lord? Will you be my Savior? I want to repent. I want to come to you. I want to believe on you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, if you're real, here I am. You know, those are different examples of prayer. But when Jesus hears you speak those words, he's going to say, uh, Well, before he says anything, uh, he's going to look down and look in your heart. He's going to determine, do you believe uh, what you're saying? Or is it just all show and no go? You know, when you ask somebody to marry you, is it show or go? Is it just, you're just putting on a show for somebody? Oh, will you marry me? I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Or is it just you just trying to do something to get them to do something that they shouldn't do? It's kind of up to you, man. It's not up to me. I've already made that decision. I'll never ever turn back from that decision. I don't care how many people tell me, John, it's not true. It's all a lie, and you're a fake well you're you can believe whatever you wanna believe. I don't really care. <laughs> I've been doing this. Too long. <laughs> Too long. All right. So let's, let's pray, and uh, Lord God, thank you for loving us so very much that you gave yourself so that all who would believe might be saved from the eternal damnation that is surely to come one day. Help us, O oh Lord, to save others from this thing that will come. Help us to preach and to minister the love of God and the truth of your word. Help us all to know the truth, and to know that we are set free from the law of sin and death. Help us, Lord, to love you like you love us. Help us to know that all that we are doing in the kingdom of God is for heaven and not for this world that will surely pass away one day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, by your precious Holy Spirit, for giving us the power to live and to do the will of God the Father. Will of God the Father. For our lives, we love you, Father, and in your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. All right, moving on. Let's continue through our letter. As you notice, uh, let me get a sip of a cup of coffee here. (laughs) I don't know why, but it just soothes me. If if you notice my. Video sermons and my letters, and if you come to our church, uh, if you see me on the street, wherever, you'll notice that I pray a lot. Uh, Jesus said, My house will be called a house of prayer. And I take that literal. First off, this is God's house. So I make sure that this house always has prayer in it. Uh, When I'm doing a letter, That is a type of house, and there's prayer in that house. When we do church, I make sure that there's prayer in that house. When I'm on a video, I'm making sure that this video, this house, has prayer. When I'm on the street, that house on the street, I'm making sure that it has prayer in it. Because Jesus said, my house will be called a house of prayer. And he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And if my commandment is that his house will be called a house of prayer, then that's what we should do, <laughs> you know, pray, you know. I mean, it's, it's, forget the scripture that says, go hide in your closet and pray to your father in secret. Uh, that was a whole different topic, a whole different situation in there. That's not what he's referring to here at all. So, um, Add prayer to your life. It'll be good for you. (laughs) All right. Course and Scriptures, the next section of the letter here. Uh, So our title, once again, is Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. And this week's title is Save Yourselves. Base Scripture is Acts 2-4, King James Bible. And with many other words, did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Hmm. I'm going to talk about that word, unto word, in just a little bit. Conversation. If you've been around our ministry for a length of time, you might have noticed that I converse our sermon. Of course, sometimes I get excited and the intensity rises. However, I think this is Spirit-led, and as a church, we do preach and we do minister the way the Holy Ghost is showing us here at our church and ministry. Remember, don't copy. Simply follow the Spirit of Truth. Therefore, our preach sometimes sounds like a conversation, which to us is just fine because the Holy Ghost knows who is listening and who needs and what needs they have. Once again, we are to be willing and obedient to the Spirit of God. This makes our life and our ministry much easier to live. So our exercise, typically we are always looking for growth in the kingdom of God. We do this by studying the Word of Truth. By keeping the Lord's commandments and by living the life of a Christian as the Holy Scriptures reveal to us, and in this way we grow by faith and live by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In our letter here to peruse all media of our Sunday prayer, letters posted on our missionary website. That's John C H O Q U E dot org. That's my last name, Shuck, or Gospel Evangelist Church.org. It's on our podcast apps, on our video channel, and this letter is sent out at email format so that you may print a hard copy. All we ask is respect for what the Lord Jesus is providing to this part of his body. Thank you kindly. And our podcast this once again, this is podcast episode number 115. Uh, it's titled Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Save Yourselves. And you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. All right, so scrolling, scrolling through our letter here, it says here the following are the Holy Scriptures for each of the seven parts for each day of this week, beginning Sunday, January 22. And you'll notice on the video, uh, I keep a little notepad here. I write this down as I'm doing my letter. Uh, guys on the podcast can't see it, but it's a little sheet of paper that I put into the back of my Bible that keeps me kind of on track. It's kind of like a schedule, I guess, schedule of scriptures. I'm not just going all over the place. And uh, the idea with these part numbers is these part numbers become a, like a seed, a beginning point, a square one, a ground zero to begin preaching from. And then you, you quote that verse, and then you follow the Holy Ghost in your preach. And that's what, you know, so everyone starts from the same place, from the same place piece of rock that you're standing upon, and then the, you, the, you allow the Holy Ghost to minister through you, and the Holy Ghost will pull in different scriptures, different situations going on based on the people and the situation and the location that you're at, but uh, everyone begins at the same location, and it's really interesting to, to me to hear people when they do start and do it the way I've been teaching in this church. Uh, it's Everyone goes in a different direction. I think that's so amazing and so fantastic, and it truly ministers. We have five preachers in our church, and all of us start with this seed, and we all go into different directions based on what the Holy Ghost is leading us to preach on, and uh, it's absolutely amazing to me, absolutely amazing. I've never seen that before. I've never seen so many preachers all in one accord uh, it's in doing it so smoothly in the Spirit of God, with signs following. That's Gospel Evangelist Church. It's absolutely breathtaking to watch our church unfold before our very eyes. It's amazing. So that's why we have seven parts. (laughs) So we're preaching the Holy Scriptures from the King James Bible, daily throughout the week, if the Lord will, and I'm physically able. Also, along with filming our street sermons each day for our video channel, recording our audio podcast, Sending our weekly emails and regular updates to our website pages. Uh, Let me have a caveat here: the website pages. I deeply apologize. I am so far behind in my website updates. I'm probably about I don't know four, five, six, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks behind. I am immensely behind. Uh, but I have to uh, kind of prioritize everything to keep things rolling in the direction God wants me to. So it's, it's more important to preach, but it's actually more important to spend time with God first, then go preach. And website pages are way, way down the list. <laughs> so I'm trying to do the most important thing first and the second, the third and the fourth so I can keep the church moving in a particular direction that the Holy Ghost is, is showing me to. So I do apologize for the website pages. Anyways, all they appear to be ministering to a multitude of people and is good ground, all to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So part one, Sunday, will be uh, is January 22, just, just tomorrow. Acts 2, 4, 2, no, Acts 2, verse 40 and 41. So Acts, I'm going to read these verses here on the uh, podcast and the video after I taste up the coffee. <laughs> Praise God. Isn't God good? I mean, it's just so amazing to uh, be a Christian. I, I love it. I know what I was, and I know who I was, and I know what was going on in my life before I became a Christian. And I also know very clearly what has happened after becoming a Christian. And there is no way that anyone could ever force me or pay me to go back to what I was before I became a Christian. The difference is nighttime and daytime. And if you don't think there's a difference between nighttime and daytime, then maybe there's some other issues there. So part one on Sunday, January 22, Acts 2, verse 40. And with many other works, many other words, sorry, sorry, many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. Uh, Let me... Talk about that word, untoward. Uh, there's a couple. I've always said untoward, un, toward generation. However, the Holy Spirit, when I was meditating on this verse this morning, uh, said break, he said break it up a little differently. So I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And I'm praying about it I'm looking at. It, and he wasn't going to break it up for me. He wanted me to break up that word a little bit so I could see more of what that word. U-N-T-O-W-A-R-D really means. So I, I saw I can break the U-N off, I can break the T-O off, and I can leave the W-A-R-D, the ward off. So it's three words there, un, to, ward. And so un is, uh, is to, is uh, it's like away from, you know, to come out of, away from. And to is to join with. Uh, And ward actually means prison. Like a warden guard, a ward is a prison, actually. So he says, save yourselves from this untoward, unto, ward generation. Think about that for a second. Save yourselves from this unto, do not join yourself, from this prison generation. Get away from it. Save yourselves from that Prison generation, from the prison generation. I thought that was really an eye opener. I realize that might be a stretch, but when you look around, you will find that that is exactly in the King James Bible, unto word that could mean. Uh, And understand that I don't go to different uh, Greek books, Hebrew books, I don't go to any other book other than the Bible. And I do have one extra book. But it all has is scriptures in it, and it's just a uh, dictionary of scriptures, along with my concordance, and it's just the scriptures. It's not some person telling me what they think this word means. I let God tell me what a certain word means. I let scripture define scripture. Best way to go. Acts 2.41, then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Uh, and Let me stop here again. Uh, I'd encourage you to go back and read all of chapter 2. We're only highlighting these last uh, eight verses in Acts chapter 2. We have the last eight verses, and we're basically using one verse per day, except for Sunday we're using the title verse and then the verse for the day. But I encourage you to read all of chapter 2 and think about it. And uh, I'm going to highlight one more thing. Uh, There are Christians, pastors, teachers, who teach us, (laughs) not me, but teach many people that the book of Acts is not one you should read because it has no bearing on what we're living today. That's what they tell you. It is simply a book telling us how the church got started, but we don't live in that. I'm just telling you, just giving you a highlight of what some people teach. It's just be aware. There's a lot of teachers out there teaching and preaching that may be a little off. (laughs) All right. So part two, Monday, January 23rd, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers let me go on part 3 tuesday january 24th acts 243 and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles <laughs> verse 4 wednesday uh, the 25th uh, verse 44 and all that believed were together and had all things common chapter uh, part 5 thursday 26, Acts 2:45, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. I want to stop there for a moment also. And some people, some Christians, some religions in the world take this and make this a type of vow of poverty. It, that is not in the scripture. That is man's doctrine, not God's doctrine. And we know that. By the rest of the verses, by the rest of the scripture, they sold their, said once again, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men. So every man had need. So so there was people who had needs that need to be met. So they would sell their second car talking today's terminology, they would sell their second car or their third car or their fourth car, whatever the case may be. Uh, They would sell their, uh, they have three couches. You only need one couch. So they sold two couches, kept one couch, for example. They have, uh, you know, uh, 12 different plateware settings, plate, but they only use one or two. Uh, So they sold the other 10 sets of of silverware and plates and all that kind of stuff. Or they had way too many clothes. A lot of their clothes were in boxes. Or they went to a storage, and their storage unit was packed to the ceiling with stuff they may, quote, need one day. They don't never use, they haven't been in there for 15 years, but they may need one day those things. So they they sold those things that were in their storage unit. Uh, they trim down, and so they. this is not a scripture that says that um, uh, you just get rid of everything, and you don't even have a tent. You just sit on the sidewalk with uh, nothing on. It, that's not what it says, and people take that, and that's why a lot of people don't want to give because they don't understand verse 45. You sell some things that you're not using. You give those things. If someone has needs of clothes, you look in your closet. Hey, I've got this. Would you take this? You know, be a giver. Quit being a hoarder. Quit keep adding and adding and adding and adding to your life. Take what you need and then give the rest. Put a cap on all those things that you keep hoarding to yourself. Just like here. This is verse 45. They took the stuff that they were hoarding, all their foodstuffs. Some people have pantries that are massive. They can live for five years on what's in their pantry. Take three years. Have a year in advance. I mean, I don't know, you know. uh, And sell the rest or give the rest, whatever the case may be. That's what he's talking about here. Uh, Just, you know, it's just a food for thought there. And uh so I'll go on part six on Friday, acts two forty six, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So right there clarifies that they didn't sell their house. They still got their home. So to sell all your belongings and give it to the poor, give it to the church and live in poverty is not scripture. But that's what the vow of poverty is all about, and that's what a lot of—that there are, that becomes a cult. Oh, well. I mean, it's whatever you want to do, it's up to you. If you want to live that way, fine. Uh, but that's not what the Scripture tells us to do. Part 7 on Saturday, uh, January 28th. I don't preach on Saturday. For those, these are for people who do preach on Saturday, but sometimes I'll add the Scripture when I'm on the street. So Part 7, Saturday, uh, January 28th, Acts two forty seven It's the very last verse in Acts chapter 2. Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So when you read through these eight verses, you'll notice that it dovetails perfectly in one accord with our theme, signs, wonders, miracles, praise, worship. It perfectly aligns with that. And I didn't plan it that way because I don't plan it for myself. I don't. It doesn't come out of my brain. It comes out of my spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost. And uh, this is pretty amazing to me. To me, this is a sign following. A sign following. So. Amen, right? All right, so a short recap and a uh, point of view from my perspective for this week. Um, As I've read through these scriptures, I keep thinking to myself or hearing people say, is this all that we are to preach on this week? I so pray and hope that no one that I know has said this to themselves. I say this because when we read the scriptures slowly and deliberately with the Holy Ghost, we find out that all scriptures are breathed by God and is fruitful in our lives. Sometimes small seeds produce mighty trees. These scriptures for this week are such that when planted in good ground shall produce a mighty harvest of souls. However, we need to understand that we also must believe what we are preaching. There is something very beautiful that happens when we preach the gospel with belief, that we know that this word is the very word of God, and that the Lord is working with us and confirming his word with signs following. Brethren, there is more to God's holy word than simply ink and paper. Yes, Bible is book. And we hold this book in our hands, and to us who believe the Word of God, we also see signs, wonders, miracles in life. And then we hear praise and worship, and all the hosts of heaven rejoice over one sinner that repents. Will you, my friend, make a sure decision to go out and be a part of the servants who are preaching and teaching and ministering the Word of God in their world? Or will you make the decision to hide and to not be a part of this great commission that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has commanded, that all should go and preach the gospel? Let's pray. Yes, Lord Jesus, we serve you in in your body. We serve you in your body. Our body is your body. Help us not to hang on to what is yours And thank you for having the Father send his promise, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. We welcome you, Holy Ghost, into our lives and ministry. Thank you for teaching us the word of truth and giving us power to witness and to preach and to minister according to the word of God and not by man. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. And my letter is signed in the name of Jesus with my initials JC for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have three scriptures Matthew 1.21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, J E S U S, Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Mark 16 17 and 18, kind of truncated a little bit. In my name shall they, in my name, Jesus, shall they. Lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Acts 3, verse 6, 7, and 8. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the hand, right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer list written on Saturday, January 21, 2023, at 2.18 p.m. In Boulder, Colorado, USA. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor of Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care.